We have more new reporting just into CNN, this time from our Capitol Hill team. Senate Republicans, at least some of them, are furious that Donald Trump may have killed a potential bipartisan immigration deal. It's part of their new reality, as Trump is all but certain to be the presidential nominee. They believe they can't do anything that undermines him, even if it means depriving them of a key legislative achievement on a critical issue that they've been negotiating for months. CNN's Manu Raju is part of that team responsible for the great reporting. He joins me live from Capitol Hill. Manu, what's the latest? Yeah, there are real concerns here in the Capitol that no immigration deal will get accomplished this year, even as Republicans have been clamoring for action to clamp down on the surge of migrants at the southern border. And with it, if there is no immigration deal, no aid to Ukraine, no aid to Israel, no aid to Taiwan, because Republicans have said that those the emergency aid package must wait until they deal with the border first. But Donald Trump has weighed in privately and publicly, made clear that Republicans should kill this issue, should kill this deal if it does not go as far as he likes. In fact, he says it needs to be a perfect deal. It needs to be, quote, everything that they want. But Democrats control the Senate, Democrats control the White House, and a bipartisan deal will almost certainly not pass muster with the former president. And a bipartisan deal could give Joe Biden a campaign issue in heading into November, something Trump does not want at this moment in the campaign season. And in talking to Republican senators today, it is very clear they are furious at the prospects that this could collapse and are saying this is all about campaign politics. I think James Lankford's been working uh, very hard to secure the southern border uh, to give the next president, whomever it is, uh, more authority so that we can secure the southern border. So anything that interrupts that negotiation, uh, I think, would be tragic. I hope no one is, is trying to uh, take this away for campaign purposes. Former President Trump has indicated to senators that uh, he does not want us to solve the problem at the border. Uh, he wants to lay the blame for the border at Biden. Uh, and the idea that, that someone running for president would say, please hurt the country so I can blame my opponent and help my politics is a, uh, uh, a shocking uh, uh, development. Do you, think that, do you think this is what he wants, the issue, Donald Trump? This is why he's doing well, it? I think, I think the border is a very important issue for Donald Trump. Uh, and the fact that he would communicate to uh, Republican senators and Congress people that he doesn't want us to solve the border problem because he wants to blame uh, Biden for it is uh, is really appalling. So what does that say that 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 what he is saying carries the carries weight here? What does it say that Republicans are listening to? Well, what shocking that politics plays a role in this building? Uh, absolutely shocking. I can't imagine that's but the I mean, case. Ukraine is on the line. But the, but the, but the reality is that that uh, we have a crisis at the border. The American people are suffering as a result of uh, what's happening at the border. Uh, and someone running for president ought to try and get the, uh, you know, the problem solved as opposed to saying, hey, save that problem. Don't solve it. Uh, let me take credit for solving it later. Now, I just spoke to Senators James Langford and Senator Chris Murphy, two members who have been trying to negotiate that bipartisan immigration deal. They say they're still going to try to cut a deal. They said that Murphy told me next 24 to 48 hours will be critical to see if there's any viable path forward. But, Dana, as you know, even if they cut a deal, they got to put it together, put it on the floor, get the votes. That means Republican votes to, uh, that would require 60 in the United States Senate. Then the Republican-led House, which is very much aligned with Donald Trump's position on the issue, which which is why so many people are, are, are bracing for the reality that Donald Trump may have killed this 
bipartisan emerging proposal to deal with these key issues, and they may have to deal with it next year because of campaign politics in the middle of all of it. Down. Manu, such great reporting. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Let's talk about this with the panel. Melanie, you too are a member uh, of this reporting team with all of this, uh, this great stuff. And I, I just want to underscore the, the sort of headline here, which is Donald Trump has such a, a grip on the party, which that's, that's not new, but he has even more uh, power now that he is inching even closer to being the presumptive Republican nominee. And he would rather have, and this is something he is communicating to his fellow Republicans in Congress, don't make the border better because it will give Joe Biden a win and it will hurt me. I'd rather have the issue. Yeah, I mean, it's pure raw politics is what it is. And a lot of Republicans probably are saying this privately, don't want to say it out loud. Now it's coming out in public that this is how Trump feels about it. And they are following his orders because he is likely going to be the nominee. They are very reluctant to do anything that is seen as undermining him or crossing him. A lot, a lot of cases, they're driven more by fear than wanting to please him. And, you know, to be honest, Dana, this is a really familiar dynamic for Republicans who served while Trump was in office. He had the power to completely blow up or derail legislation with the you know, simple click of a tweet or a phone call. And we saw that continually every single day. And now, as it looks increasingly likely that his nomination is inevitable, this is the reality that Republicans are dealing with. It's so true, but I just think that just to emphasize once again, this is the issue that Republican voters in pretty much every state that we've seen think is the number one issue. Right. And I'm not Pollyanna. Like, I've seen this before. I covered many immigration uh, negotiations on Capitol Hill that failed because of politics. But there is, they are on the cusp of doing something in a bipartisan way that could actually make the border better. And he doesn't want it. Well, he wants his campaign this fall to be almost not solely about immigration, but it will be the number one issue that he talks about in his campaign. And he wants the scenes of, you know, things being totally out of control of the border. And he has a lot of data right now that help us his campaign. You know, the record number of crossings that are yeah. coming into America, even some Democrats, I think, privately are fretting. You look at what's happening in New York and all of these other cities. And I think Trump wants it to be as bad as possible. Uh, going into the fall for his campaign. And we've seen him do this repeatedly with senators, though. I mean, they, they try to get bipartisan deals, mm -hmm. and then he often attacks these deals, just as, as Melanie said. The other thing to me that's super interesting about this is for a long time in the House, you have a lot of these members who actually like Trump. In the Senate, most of these members yeah. are not fans of Trump, right? They really did not want him to be the nominee again. They sort of are begrudgingly having to deal with him again. And you can almost hear the palpable frustration of yes, their voice to totally. realize that all of a sudden, this guy that they, they don't really like much. There's a few of them that do, but a lot of them really Espe don't. Especially the top Republican right. in the Senate, Mitch, Mitch McConnell, McConnell, who... Yeah, the, 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 their strategy of not doing anything about Trump turns out remarkably not to have worked. And so now they are left with the consequences of it. But I think, you know, Trump may have killed this deal, but it was already on the sickbed. You know, we shouldn't forget that there are a lot of substantive concerns where a lot of Repu the Republicans most concerned about immigration on the Hill were the ones who were saying this is inadequate. And more than that, they think the president already has the authority that he needs he just doesn't have the will. And if that's your view, you're probably less concerned about the law, mm -hmm. changing the, the law, than changing the president.
just to play devil's advocate, isn't any compromise legislation inadequate? By definition, you have to come together and you're not going to make the hardliners on the right well, happy, you're not going to make right. the hardliners on the left happy. If the goal is perfection from your point of view, which is yeah. apparently what Trump has been saying, yeah. Then, yeah, then no, no yeah. compromise by definition will work. Okay, so let's just quickly talk about the Mitch McConnell of it all, because um, your reporting and others is that he is seems to be, understandably because of what you said about them not being the biggest fan of Donald Trump in the Senate, uh, sort of pained about the reality setting in of Donald Trump uh, likely being his party's nominee. And let's just give an example, a couple of examples of why, about what Donald Trump has said, has said about Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell's They're a disaster. disaster. The guy's a disaster. No. The old crow. They were put in and he had to give them to the old crow. The old crow. The old broken down crow. Mitch McConnell is the least popular politician. Then you had the old crow come out and say, oh, we don't have good candidates. We don't have oh, yeah. a while ago. That's Mitch McConnell, who's the worst thing we have in the Republican Party. He's absolutely the worst. This is the guy who is, seems to be headed for the Republican nomination and the top Republican in the United right. States Senate and has been for some time. You you watch this dynamic report on this dynamic every day. Yeah, and also Donald Trump has attacked Mitch McConnell's wife, we should also point out. Who used to work for him. Who used to work for him. In correct. deranged and racist terms. <laughs> yes. So with Mitch McConnell and Donald Trump, obviously their relationship has completely soured since January 6th. It is hard to imagine that if Donald Trump becomes president that Mitch McConnell can remain or would even want to remain as GOP leader. Now, there are other key Republicans who do have a good working relationship with Trump, including the head of the Senate GOP campaign arm. So there are people that can work with Trump, but it's not Mitch McConnell. And there are a lot of questions swirling around the Capitol right now about can we keep Mitch McConnell as our leader if he has zero relationship, in fact, an animosity with each other in the future. And that is the question that I think is really underlining this idea that Trump is coming back into the fold.